Campus Martius. The point of Campus Martius. Over the next few minutes, I'm going to tell you about how this park came to be. Stay tuned toward the end to find out how you can share your own Campus Martius story. Before we get started, I need you to find a flat stone compass laid into the ground here in the park. You're looking for the point of origin. It's located between the bistro and the fountain. You might want to pause this until you find it. Okay, you found it? So now face northward. And here we go. So if you ever hear of like eight mile road or nine mile or 12 mile, or I think it goes all the way up to like 35 and a half mile, um, it all starts at Campus Martius. And Campus Martius started with a fire. In 1805, the city of Detroit burned to the ground. You know, every big city had a great fire. We started it, though. Chicago totally copied off of us. San Francisco, Atlanta, much later. There were just two buildings left. And when they decided to rebuild the city, they wanted to build it on more of a a modern and cosmopolitan view of a city, a la Paris of 1800, or Washington, D.C., which was a brand new town at that point, too. One of the people here in town who was in charge was a guy named Augustus Woodward. He was a judge. Woodward was like one of Detroit's best eccentrics. He loved astronomy and science, and he considered himself like really good friends with Thomas Jefferson, although he may or may not have been really good friends with Thomas Jefferson. That might have been a very one-way relationship. Um, but he, he wanted a plan of roads that would make really wide roads. And, and the way that he envisioned them was as kind of this hub and spoke design. Like spokes of a wheel, or really like a hand, uh, because we obviously have the river to the south, so we don't have the spokes extending that direction. If you haven't noticed, Michiganders love using their hands to demonstrate geography. Hold the back of your right hand so that your palm is away from you, and rotate it about 45 degrees counterclockwise. This is a map of where you're standing, You are right about in the middle of your hand. Your thumb is Michigan Ave, which goes all the way to Chicago. Your pointer finger is Grand River, which starts a little ways up from here. And your middle finger, running northwest, that's Woodward Avenue. It runs perpendicular to the riverfront, which is why it runs at kind of a crazy angle. And it is named after Judge Augustus Woodward. He named it after himself, although uh, he cheekily said that it was actually named Woodward because it ran toward the woods that were north of the city. So I think he knew that he was naming it after himself. (laughs) Woodward put a stake in the ground, and now they have a, uh, you can see the pretty glass circle where they commemorate the point of origin where he placed that stake that all the spokes emanate from, and that it is from there the Eight Mile Road, for example, is eight miles due north. And everybody wonders, because they'll drive up Woodward to Eight Mile Road and find out that it's about nine and a half miles. Well, if you draw a line straight north from Campus Martius, it's eight miles, dead north. Remember on your hand map how Woodward Avenue pointed northwest and not north? Well, if you go eight miles straight north from here, you will hit eight mile. Except instead of eight mile and Woodward, you'll end up at eight mile and Mound Road. The downside of his idea was he came up with this hexagonal plan whereby it was a series of hexagons, one touching another and extending off ad infinitum, 
creating a very, very complicated city. It would have been impossible to give somebody directions to get someplace because it would have been so complicated. People read this plan of the city and they thought it was insane. They were like, this is just doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. It just looks like a big spider web and how are we supposed to get around? They were used to a very square layout, you know, traditional square street layout. So they, they fought back and Woodward's plan got reduced and reduced further and reduced further. I've read statistics, I don't know if they're true, but like one-eleventh of that entire plan was, was implemented. And from that, we got Campus Martius. For Listen to Detroit, I'm Jay Carlisle. You just heard from three experts. I'll let them introduce themselves. I'm Amy Elliott Bragg. I'm a local pre-automotive history blogger, and I wrote the book Hidden History of Detroit. My name is Jeanette Pierce. I am the Director of Community Relations at DeHive, which is your front door to living, working, and engaging in Detroit. My name is Joel Stone, and I am the Senior Curator with the Detroit Historical Society. In just a second, I'm going to tell you how you can share your Campus Marsha story with us. But first, I need to tell you that this audio guide was produced by Laura Herberg with Posey Gruner, Noah Morrison, and Zach Rosen. It was funded in part by SoundCloud with in-kind support from 1019 FM WDET. For more guides created by Listen to Detroit, go to our website, listentodetroit.org. While there, you can check out a photo of Woodward's original plan, as well as links to books and tours on the city of Detroit. We want you to help us grow an archive of stories about Campus Martius. Tell us your story right here, right now. On your phone, look at our website and click on the menu bar at the top of the page. From that drop-down menu, select Share a Story. It'll be as easy as leaving a voicemail message.